And we're back for episode 24 of Touch on Thoughts, powered by the Garage Door Sports Network. I'm Irfan Manji. In our pod, we do the best to cover the world of footy. We have a great show for you today, so please get comfortable, and we will catch you in a bit. Today sees Touchline Thoughts joined by three special guests. These three were former teammates of each other and will bring a plethora of stories during their playing time. But first, let's meet them. We know two of them, so let's welcome back Braden Culver, who was a former player at the University of Buffalo and played in League One with the Oakville Blue Devils. And our second guest, Nick McVicker, the host, producer, and owner of Garage Door Sports, including hosting the flagship show with yours truly and Kyle Vardy. And finally, to our newest member of Touchline Dots family now, Luke Sewell. I hope I said that correctly. Yeah, you got uh, it. <laughs> former Western soccer player. Um, I'm going to let him tell us more about himself. So, Luke, why don't you talk first? Tell us about yourself. Where are you from? How's it going, man? Uh, good, man. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, well, I'm from Burlington, but I met Nick and Braden when I played for with them for three years. I think we played together at Oakville and then Obviously, I went to Western with Nick as well, so we kept in touch there, played a little bit there, and then, yeah, here we are just kicking around, and Braden and I kick about at Men's League together now as well, so sweet. it's nice to see some boys that are familiar faces to chat with. That's sweet. Well, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. Um, Braden, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Welcome back. Uh, kind of gave you. you a break for a couple of weeks, but you're back. <laughs> Just some drafted his sister instead yeah, yeah i drafted Paige instead she was like i'm in i'm in and, and nick how you doing podcasting yeah well, basically i just i'm the middleman here uh nick how you doing man i'm good man happy to be back on the show it's been a while yeah. since i've been back on so it's been a while the last time you were on we we were with kyle i believe right yeah yeah it we was a while back that. yeah it's yeah. been a while <laughs> been a while but uh you and i we always hang out on on saturdays with our main show so i always see you enough right Oh, yeah. All right. So the first part of this show, we're going to talk a little bit about you guys as teammates. And obviously your stories are a lot. I know when I pitched this idea to Nick, he's like, there's too many stories. (laughs) So I will ask one question and then the rest is all you guys. But who was the best player between the three of you? Braden. Braden. <laughs> <Not even close. laughs> All right. This guy played on the provincial team. Me and Luke never made it that far, unfortunately. <laughs> Braden was Braden was one of the best players our age. Yeah, he was tidy. Not by far. Yeah. He was. Kian See, was and that's tidy. the good part about him, eh? He's so <laughs> humble. I asked him and his uh him and Paige last time I was like, who's the better sibling soccer player? And he's like, Oh, probably not me just humble guy so i'll give him that eh? well i mean she's playing pro so that might be true yeah. <laughs> but she also but Paige also didn't say it was her she said it was her sister so yeah, uh, i guess family's just, way too humble family, that's the problem. you can't, you can't yeah. get a brag out of them even if you ask for it uh, too humble about it i remember, yeah, I remember growing good, up brain was the same team. way we were a good team but i remember growing up brain was the same way like we used to joke around like he was he was always one of the top players in the age group and I'd be like, yeah, dude, you can beat anybody. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, these guys are way better. It's like, no, dude, you can play with anybody. Like, just admit it, take take the credit, and go with it, all right? Right. I would like to point out that Braden was, like, six foot five at 11 years old. <laughs> yeah. That's like I got put in the middle. I started on the yeah. way, and then I grew, and then they just said, Oh, no, no you got put in the middle for many reasons that were out of your control, but we won't get into that. So it, are you actually six five or is this just no, Luke no, say no, that? No, he's a bit, he's like average height now, but he was one of those kids that just grew early. He looked like he was eight feet when we were ten, but he mm-hmm. actually wasn't. I had a growth spurt early. Yeah. Ah, and everyone else all around you was probably super short. I was just like, this guy's a tree. We like him. <laughs> yeah. Except garbage. for everybody on Aaron Mills. They for some reason that whole team hit a growth spurt. Like yeah, you would have been the shortest player on Aaron Mills. Oh sure. yeah. I remember those uh, guys except, except for Darren. Darren. Yeah. <laughs> their whole back line was like six feet and we were like 10 years old oh god yeah, it, was it was nuts there's something in the water as soon as you get closer to toronto man those kids start shooting <laughs> well north miss had the same thing for a while there exactly. other than other than nick nago every one mm-hmm. of the back line players that i played with at north miss were just massive giants. yeah 100 percent. yeah they were all freaking jacked when it was insane 
Those guys and there was Sony who was jacked up front, but that was a whole other issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny though, because you see them in men's league now, and like we're bigger than them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they all stopped at fourteen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They got all the accolades when we were fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember yeah. playing Ajax with like <clears throat> Brandon John was center back and Jordan Hamilton was uh, striker, and he was he's not even our age; he's a year younger than us. And uh, the dude was already like six two. He's just an animal. And he hasn't grown since. He's still yeah, six no, he's he's just, just a bit more jacked. But he hit he hit a good height and then stopped, right? Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I showed it to him. He actually I think got I remember stories got a... he was winning cross country meets by like five minutes when yeah. he was like oh, yeah. twelve years old. And those meets were like a kilometer and a half. It's a five minute run. Yeah, I know. And he was winning. <laughs> Four minutes. <laughs> he was just a freak athlete. Like mm-hmm. we all thought he was gonna go and just be the like the greatest striker oh, yeah. in Canadian history. And yeah. he's a beast. That's a problem when you get in the uh, wrong system, man. Eh? Mm-hmm. I actually remember oh. two years after I left you guys, I went back to Burlington and our goalie cracked his head open. Oh and Ugh. I don't know if you guys remember me being the backup for Oakville. Yep. Sent <laughs> off every week. Um, See, Kira only got sent off in two games in the f- three years we all played together. But it was I like five games suspension, so I had to yeah. go in <laughs> But I went, we played Ajax in an exhibition game, and I'm still like not a goalie and five foot ten, five foot eight. Jordan <laughs> Hamilton comes screaming in on a breakaway. <laughs> 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 Protect the face, protect the ball. Did he score? (laughs) Did he score on you after that? I'm going to let you uh, fill in the blanks for yourself on that one. (laughs) (laughs) If he made a big save, I think he would have started with, so I robbed Jordan Hamilton on that. Yeah, I remember the time I stopped my breakaway. Oh, Um, man, good times. What was one game that you guys felt that, you know, it was like you guys overcame adversity as a team there? Um, any championship games? North Carolina. There's a lot. A lot in the U.S. The North Carolina yeah. final where we had like three guys hurt. I mm-hmm. ended up getting need in the back and couldn't play the second half. And then I had to mm-hmm. go on. Do you remember extra time? I had to go on because I was one of the kick takers. Yeah. He took Max off because Max was <laughs> never going to take a kick. <laughs> Throws me on with five minutes left. And I'm pretty sure, Brayden, didn't you score the goal? Uh, what was it, Augie? Remember Augie scored? Augie like- went off. Five goals between the final, the semifinal, and quarterfinal. Oh, <laughs> oh, but I couldn't remember who scored in the final in the overtime. I wasn't sure if it was Augie or Braden because I know they were both up there. I think it I think was Augie. Okay, so as soon yeah. as Augie, as soon as Augie put the ball in it, I just fell to the floor. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> yeah. done. I can't walk, can't breathe. That was a tough one. I still remember that one kid that other team was his name Jackson or something. Yeah, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was a player, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had no business competing with those guys, and we ended up winning. So that was mm-hmm. that was probably that was... the first one that comes to mind. Well, our team was just so good. In, yeah, Disney uh, Showcase. The yeah, the Showcase was the semifinal. Yeah, is that when we were playing that uh, South American team? Well, they're from Florida, but they were all like, no, no. That was round robin, so that was oh, okay. that was the last round robin game, and we won two one. Yeah, and, uh, we went down a man just before half. I, that was a tough game. That they were a good tough. team. Well, they had the one good player. They weren't really a great team, but they had that one player in the midfield who literally could run through everybody. He was yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't finish either. Little number, I think he was like ten or eleven, and he was just so good. Yeah, he had no finish. Mm-hmm. No, that was a good. That was a. I love. That was my favorite tournament. I think Disney right. Showcase. What you mean the one I left you guys right before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Was it because Luke left, or you just no, uh, God, no, no? no of course not. <laughs> Although his buddy was the one who got sent off in that game, little Draven. Oh, that kid's a nightmare. Yeah. I love him to death. That was an awful challenge. Yeah. Walking red card. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was that was a good tournament. I think we had we had some really good ones early on after me and Luke came to the team because we came from two different teams to join Braden at Oakville. Yeah, we met mm-hmm. in the middle. We met so where'd you guys there. uh where'd you guys join Braden from? So uh I was North Miss and I vividly remember the first time that I playing the vivid memory I have of these two the first ones are great and I'll get back to those but uh I joined after getting cut from the A team because they brought in a new coach. And he tried, he literally called me and said, yeah, I want you to play on the B team because I think we're going to call you up for all the games, but I want you to train with them and play with them. And I'm like, well, at 13, I, I'm smart enough to know you can only call me up for seven games mm-hmm. at most. <laughs> <laughs> so 
no, I'm not going to go play B three levels below. Like that's not worth it for me. So yeah. I ended up walking over to the tryouts with Oakville and mm-hmm. getting pulled within the first five minutes. I think me and Luke both got pulled over to play with the A team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny because back then you had to bring all the kids that weren't on the team and do like an A squad, B squad, and C yeah, squad. Anyone who wasn't ready to yeah, <laughs> had to jump in with the B squad. And after like no, we didn't even like, we weren't even sent to the B squad. We were sent to the fourth quadrant with all the people <laughs> who never played with Oakville before. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just like okay, literally didn't even touch the field. Both of us got pulled over. <laughs> yeah, I remember those those tryouts. Nowadays it's crazy because it's like there's so many different teams to play with and so many different academies. It's like leagues and like yeah, I don't even know. It's so diluted. Like I don't know. I feel like all the best players are just spread out everywhere. Well, like Which looking you- at job for jobs for myself now, it's like knowledge of the canadian soccer system and i'm like i played in it for 16 years and i have no clue yeah <laughs> general knowledge <laughs> i can give you a guesstimate and that's all i have has the system crazy. has this has a system changed significantly since you guys played yeah, yeah totally. we didn't like opening up academies ever before it was like one league the better you were the higher you played Mm-hmm. there was academies but they weren't as prevalent like we had sigma yeah. sigma's been around forever uh, yeah mm-hmm. some of those some of those like big ones have been around forever but they weren't as prevalent and people didn't go to them as much no. i think the only the only player that i can really name that actually turned out to be anything from the, any of those academies was kyle Laren. Yeah. right yeah. other than that I, I can't name a single other player who went and did anything i know nanko's playing in the cpl but he's mm-hmm. sorry playing in the cpl he's barely <laughs> playing at this point in time and he was he was a good player too but mm-hmm. outside of that it was clubs or nothing like you yeah you it was yeah oysl was like the the highest standard everybody was trying to get to right and now it's not like that anymore i think there's more like you said more no, academies more opportunities yeah. for players to grow yeah, is that because no. the canadian game is growing so much or is it because they just didn't want one sort of program taking a run at everything it's money uh, the honest yeah. answer is it's money. That's what I'm um, going to say. It comes down money. to as well. Like you hear about you, in England, you join a team, you play or anywhere mm-hmm. in Europe, not just England, but that's obviously where my resources are. But mm-hmm. here you have to get the permits. You have to, so any new academy that opens and you can get money. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that academies pay their coaches. Like yeah. a lot, of, a lot of the youth clubs like Oakville, North Miss to the majority of them don't weren't, don't necessarily pay coaches unless they're the A coach, and even then, it's kind of hit and miss nowadays. Back when we played, none of the coaches were paid. Like mm-hmm. if they were paid, it was some shady under the table stuff that no <laughs> one really was supposed to know about. Like certain clubs did that, but overall, it was coaches were volunteer just because mm-hmm. they loved the game. Mm-hmm. And players, you had to pay to be on the team, but but it was like an athletic fee. You have to pay that. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't insurance or if you get hurt or stuff like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you needed money, we just raised, like when we had to go to tournaments, we just did fundraisers as a team. Yeah, standing outside the LCBO. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a bottle of wine, fund our team. <laughs> Try to get wow. Yeah. That was, that was fun. Did that one. Did, what about the, where was the other place we did? We did the LCBO. We did beer store. Mm-hmm. There was one other place that uh, it was like a grocery store or something. Yeah. You know, where you can buy alcohol. Because yeah. Because <laughs> those are the people who feel guilty. And... Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you guys remember when we had to sell those power bands that, that, oh, God, Max yeah. got? Oh my! I still God. had one in. I just cleaned out my house. There was oh, one really? hiding somewhere in my room, and I found it. I'm like, oh, I gotta keep this. Somewhere. <laughs> I remember selling those out of my locker in high school. I felt like yeah, I was me too. Want some here? I think I gave Earth on one. I'm pretty sure I got you one. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Sounds about right. And you just oh walk up God. to me, and be like, "Here, buddy, this is for you. See you later." Yeah, <laughs> did that for a lot of high school. Yep. Oh, oh my god, that was funny. Those power bands were hilarious. Oh my goodness. Who? There's a couple guys on our team actually wore them in game. Do you remember who? I can't remember who wore them. Uh, I know Max. Did. Sebi might have worn it. I think Sebi did too. I feel like yeah. Seb was one of them. Yeah, that's a Sebi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a hey, what Mike. A, I don't know. No, Mike would never wear that. Yeah. Because as soon as he started going at somebody, they would just grab it and it would snap back and hit him. Yeah. <laughs> he was going at somebody. So. Yeah. Oh, All right, oh, boys. Man. Well, that was a good little reminiscent period. Uh, we'll try and get to that a little later in the show. But why don't we get into our starting segment, which is the Fanatic segment today, brought to us by Shenzi Shack takeout and catering give them a follow on instagram to view their full menu of cuisines around the world delivery and pickup is available in the vancouver area so 
I, I saw something on Football Daily where they picked, um, I guess, the best 30 pl- uh, players that play in uh, not the position, but they're based on their jersey kit. So I thought, you know what, why don't we do that? But we'll go up to 20. So, uh, Luke, since you're new to the show, you're going to start us off here. Uh, who wears the number one kit for you in your current play? Is this is this for United or is this for current? This is, this is this is for the current team. We'll get to United in our extra time. Break. <laughs> I got my number one to twenty for United, and I got one to twenty for like the world. But... Yeah, yeah, we'll do the world. We'll okay. do the world. We'll do current players that are in the world right now. So, Luke, start us off. All right, so I narrowed it down to <laughs> Neuer, Terstegen, and Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison's been bad this year, so I'm just going to ixnay him. So <laughs> it came down to who still starts for Germany, and it's Neuer. <laughs> so <laughs> yep, yep. he's number one. Fair. Uh, actually, same thought process here. I was like, that leaky Liverpool defense. Yeah, and he, he let in some weak ones even yesterday. He, he didn't look good on... Um, what goal is it? I don't know. It squeezed through though. It wasn't a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone in, in in agreement here, or are we are we picking Ter Stegen? Because apparently, Football Daily thinks Ter Stegen's a better keeper. Uh, no, I would agree with Neuer as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can't really argue with that. <laughs> it's tough. He's a he's a good keeper for sure. Uh, number two, who uh, who wears that number two jersey? Uh, bit of a toss up here. There's a few guys there, but. Hard to decide. Nick, we'll start with you. Uh, don't start with me. Go come back to me. Come back to me. Come back. <laughs> Brayden, did you have the right list in front of you? No, I, I think I did the wrong assignment because my life is so boring right now. Uh, <laughs> I just I was went, like, I feel like Luke should um, maybe lead this. I went yeah, go for it, Luke. Hakimi. No. Hakimi? Yeah, Hakimi. from Inter Milan. Uh, big mistake by Real Madrid letting him go. The guy's a stellar right back. Stud, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Six goals, um, six assists. They're leading the, uh, what's it called, Syria. Yeah, he's unbelievable. They are. Uh, other number two is Kyle Walker. Mm. Uh, Victor Lindelof. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, you have four uh, United fans on this podcast. Yeah. You say no. <laughs> I'll have to go with a no on this one, dog. <laughs> uh, pass, pass. Let's move on. Uh, Braden, did you figure out a number three, or am I going to still go back to Luke here? Oh, no, the whole assignment is incorrect. I did all time. <laughs> oh, you did all time. Okay, fine. Let's hear your number two all time. Oh, I did. I went with Kefu. Obviously, because yeah. we did That's our the right all time already. That's the right answer. It's easy. <laughs> that was the question. Hold on. I, if that was the assignment, I would have nailed this one. <laughs> would have been so much easier. All right, Brian, we'll give you like a minute or two. Go ahead, do your research. The other two guys will we'll run with it. Okay. Uh, number three, anybody? Nikki boy, you got anything? Three's a hard number for me, like because you, you uh, all right, I'll, center back. Yeah, there's some good ones, but Earth one, you you start. I'll, I'll list up. Uh, <laughs> I'll list up five for everybody. There's Angelino who plays number three, uh, Jared Pique, Kieran Tierney, uh, Fabinho, and Ruben Diaz. I mean, if if I'm going right now, I'm I'm leaning between fabinho and diaz but yeah. uh, the way diaz is playing right now he's one of the best center backs although he got absolutely manhandled by uh holland last week <laughs> just literally thrown to the ground <laughs> but outside of that he's been fantastic this year and if we're going current players i'm probably leaning diaz for sure it's odd for a center back to wear number three but um there you go he's wearing a number three luke same thing i i, I went with ruben diaz based on current form Everybody else yeah. is kind of Liverpool's been bad. PK has been injured all year. Chiellini can't even get in the Juventus team. Like yeah. it, it's got to be Diaz. He yeah. changed that defense. One hundred percent, and at twenty three, right? So that's a huge thing for City. Yeah. Not good for us over on the red side, but good for City to to shore up a defense, especially for their title run. Well, they need. They finally needed to have a center back since Vincent Kompany left. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, haven't Elmer. actually had a center back play there since he left. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Almeric Laporte had a had a good little run in the middle, but then picks up injuries every every second game. So yeah, mm-hmm. he's also not really a center back. He's more of a left back. <laughs> he's a good big. He's big, but he he started out as a left back, and they moved him to center back when he went to City because they didn't have one. <laughs> they just decided he was going to be a center back. Mm-hmm. So uh, number four, um, 
I had two names for this one, Virgil van Dyke and Ramos, sort of. There's really, only two names. There is only two names. And there. the problem is one of them's not playing this year, so technically we have to go with one. <laughs> it's also the right answer. Is it? Are you guys going Ramos on this one? Has yeah. to be Ramos. Yeah. Van Dyke hasn't played a single game this year. <laughs> see, see, I did the opposite. I looked at it from the perspective that how valuable is Van Dyke to this team? Um, and you saw how Liverpool's defense cult sort of went to shambles. So I said, you know what? Van Dyke is going to play my number four, but I gave Ramos a spot on this list later on, and we'll get to that. But uh, I chose a Spain number and put him on the list and went through this. He's, he's <laughs> wow. I'm at number 15. Cheater. <laughs> well, it's that, or we'll get to it. There's two other players yeah, we'll on the list, but he probably wouldn't even make sense to put him there. Um, We'll go to number five. I had a really tough time with this one. There's some very quality... Uh, players on this one. Luke, who'd you pick? I narrowed it down to Busquets, Varane, and Marquinhos. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I went with Varane just because Busquets is getting up there. Mm-hmm. Marquinhos plays in the French League, which I don't really have time <laughs> for. <laughs> Welcome to the Luke discount process. Love it. <laughs> and, like, Varane is he's unbelievable, man. Like, scores goals. He's taking over from Ramos. In my opinion, I've, I've loved them for like five years. It's probably a biased pick, but that's mine. <laughs> okay. Um, another name up there is Upanakamo, who plays for Leipzig, who absolutely got trashed around in the Champions League and in the league against uh, Dortmund a couple weeks ago. So kind of fell down my peck in order there. Uh, Braden, out of those three or four names that we mentioned, who you got to go at five? We're helping uh, you with your homework. This is what good teammates do. Yeah. <laughs> so we pick each other up. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'd probably go with Varane as well. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, the Marquinhos and PSG is the French League's not the strongest. And uh except for you know Jonathan David killing it. So yeah, no, yeah, he's doing go. well. I do Scored. have French League players later in my list. But I guess when we're talking about a defender, there you go. Um shout out to Jonathan David. We just mentioned scored the winner for Lille against PSG that caused them to, to win that game there. So and then went off injured, what, like five minutes yep. later. So still, oh, still scored a goal, ended up being the winner. So Canadian power up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, uh, there was only one name on my list. Uh, guys, uh, is it Joshua Kimmich or are we, are we picking some random guy like uh, Johnny Evans or something? Well, obviously it's Johnny Evans. Like, what a kind of question. <laughs> obviously, come on, don't even. It's, it's Kimmich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah transitioning from right back to the center midfield role and just bossing it like, like what he is, right? He's unbelievable, man. Yeah. He's so good. The heir to the Tony Cruz throne. Tony Cruz <laughs> throne. <laughs> Take it over. Uh, number seven. Uh, was this tough for you guys, or are we oh, just super going? tough? Yeah, we have Ronaldo and Kylian Mbappe. Um, are we talking future or are we talking present? Go, like, what's going on here? I went Mbappe. <laughs> there you go. And We're talking I'm still about the French. 100% sure I'm right. <laughs> I, I, w- I, would, I would put Ronaldo for now just because he still is mm-hmm. one of the top players in the world and his, his impact on that Juventus squad when he's not in the squad, yeah. which hasn't been often. Mm-hmm. The team is completely useless almost. And then yeah. when he is in the squad, they play good to okay. Like I'm not saying okay. they're world beaters sometimes, but like they're they're significantly better with him in the squad. Mm-hmm. I feel like with PSG, they're gonna win most of the games in the French league anyway, unless they play Lil. Yeah. And no matter if Mbappe's in or not. Like yeah. as good as he is, I don't know if he has as big of an impact on the team as Ronaldo does right now. Fair. I mean, I tried to find a spot for Killian on this thing and i really couldn't because i said you know what we'll look at his psg number seven i don't think he'll make it and then looked at his yeah. french number which is a number 10 and i was like oh, maybe not there either so <laughs> <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> oh I, I definitely for the future him and uh halland when we get to the next couple numbers but i think him and halland will eventually cement their their spot in their and their kit number there mm-hmm. uh number eight uh, another german player kind of made my list there ilkai gunduan are we in Agreement on that one, or is Tony Cruz still the best number eight? I gave it to Cruz. Yeah, I would probably after and watching Madrid Liverpool, I'd probably give it to Cruz as well. I just went on it's your Van Dyke argument. Yeah, for how valuable he is to that Real Madrid team. Everything goes through 
Tony Cruz. He picks the pace that they play at. He takes all the set pieces, mm-hmm. chips in with goals. He gets assists. Like he is, he's one of my favorite players to watch in the world right now. However, Gundogan is, he's having the season of his life right now. He's yes. unbelievable as well. I'm not taking <laughs> away from him just with the way Foden's been playing, the way De Bruyne has been playing. Like, mm, you can know. pull him out and still be a successful city team. Whereas, oh yeah, I think if if uh, Kroos doesn't score that free kick yesterday in the El Clasico, Real oh. Madrid probably lose that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fair. I go with Kroos as well. Yeah, uh, number I, nine. I had, I had good to one if anyone cares, but sure. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. <laughs> I figured I figured they did the majority here. No, I had El Gundogan just because I've I've seen him a lot more this year than mm-hmm. Tony Kroos, and I think. Nick, there you go. I'm in agreement with you on that one. <laughs> fine, Sorry, buddy. It's fine, buddy. <laughs> um, number nine, there is one goal scorer in the last three years just been torching it. Uh, Lewandowski at number nine. Is that a fair pick or Kareem Benzema has come into his own the last year or last two years since Ronaldo's gone? Does he get a shout? I think it's... He gets an honorable mention. Yeah, I'd say more of an honorable like, mention. Than I would sure. say Holland, Suarez, Lukaku, Benzema, they all get honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Lewandowski. Yeah, Lewandowski. It, it, if Lewandowski's not scoring goals the way he is at the clip, would he still be the best number nine in the world? Oh, but that's the point of a number nine. That's the whole I'm point. Just, of I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, that's the but like, it's not like it's not like all the other goal scorers are you know blowing away opposition. But yeah, maybe Holland, who has a ridiculous mark in the Champions, like it just decides to score like a beast. But mm-hmm. do we do we have him in the conversation, or then it's going to be a little bit tougher? The problem for me is he's in the same league and he doesn't have as many goals. Yeah, part okay. of that's playing for Bayern Munich, but he, it's not like he plays for like Stuttgart. <laughs> he plays yeah. for Dortmund. Don't knock on Stuttgart, the youngest yeah. team in the Bundesliga. They're great. <laughs> they are nice. But, <laughs> but Lewandowski's been doing it for years. You know, he's got he's been the same same goal scorer every single year for the last like I don't even know how many years. Mm. Um, Five goals, nine minutes is all you need to say. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's just a yeah consistently a top goal scorer every year. How do they replace him if they do? Holland. Is he gonna go to like Bayern? Bayern. Right go to Dortmund, pick up every like it's just how they retool. They just go to yeah. Dortmund. Yeah, and then pick sell the best player from Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah, exactly. Later. Cool. We'll give exactly. you two hundred million, build your team, and sell it back to us. That's all mm-hmm. we want. All right, uh, like it's, it's honestly Irfan, the real answer yeah. is Lewandowski's played two more games than Holland this year in the same league and has fourteen more goals. Like that tells yeah. you in and of yeah. itself how good of a player Lewandowski is, because Holland's been fantastic in the Bundesliga. He's been fantastic in Champions League. He's still 14 goals short in the Bundesliga with two less games played. Hey, I was just asking. I was just wondering. Gotta ask the questions, man. Yeah, gotta ask. The <laughs> I, I get asking the question. I'm just building our point because I think yeah, we all agree. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the best number 10 currently, Move Nick McVicker. We all know who number 10 <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and it's, next. Not, it's not Rashford, guys? <laughs> no. No. That's cute. Uh, not over Messi. Uh, I, uh, well, he's clearly Braden's greatest player of all time. For our listeners, go watch that episode. He he sits uh, in yeah. <laughs> like fanboys on, on Messi for a good three, four minutes there. So. <laughs> Uh, number no, eleven. It's actually entertaining. <laughs> it was, yeah. He's like, "There's no other player." I was like, "Are you for real?" And he's like, "Nope, greatest of all time." And he's yeah. still playing. That's a, that's a different conversation, though. <laughs> you just uh, want to have this conversation. And Maxi on for that one and talk about. Yeah, <laughs> you want an angry person talking about that? That'd be perfect. Uh, number eleven. Since we're moving on there. Luke, uh, have at it, my friend. Actually, you guys didn't you both wear number eleven at one point? Yeah, that's my. That's actually my favorite number. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So who's the best number eleven there? Me. <laughs> Luke. No. On our team, maybe. You know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't. I didn't do the correct homework, so I'm going off of top of my mind. So I'll, I'll let Luke and Nick take this one, and I'll just take you. Sure. Back. Sure. I really didn't want to give it to a Liverpool player, but I went Salah. I did. I did the same thing. So. Yep. Yeah. The only yeah. other answer is Di Maria, but. No, 
Yeah, <laughs> not even on the same level at, at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's not even close. Uh, he, if if this was five years ago, you might have been able to say Demers. Like I don't think Salah's been particularly good this year, and he has 19 goals. Yeah, it's him. He's yeah going for golden boot in the Premier League, I think, right? Yeah, him and Kane, or mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'd have to agree with them. Yeah, that was, that's actually an easy one, but yeah, yeah. We, we made it a lot harder than it needed to be. <laughs> it sounded like let's move on because we got a massive discussion at 11, but no, it's a <laughs> runaway here. Uh, number 12, um, that seems to be a, a, a number that not a lot of players seem no. to be wearing, and we don't really remember a lot of them, but I'll name three uh, Marcelo, Conde, <laughs> and, and Lucas Paqueta. I, I that those are the three 12s I could find. Is there someone else that we're mi- missing here? Or? No one else that stands out for yeah. me after Kunde. Yeah. Arguably the next big defender coming out of the Spanish league. Uh, like mm-hmm. Sevilla's defensive record is off the charts this year. I think they have like second least goals conceded in Serie yeah. A when you're not named Barcelona Atletico or Real Madrid. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. Wow. Uh, Nick, same thing that. for you. Can't really argue with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nope. Nailed it on the head. So. Yeah. And that's uh, my number, by the way, Irfan. Thank you very much. I know most players don't wear it, but I was given it when I was four years old, and I never let it go. <laughs> so you eventually will be our greatest uh, number 12. There you go. <laughs> I might have been the greatest number 12 in OYSL our age because no other team had a number 12, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it was always the backup keeper. Jersey. <laughs> very well, common. Eh? That for real life. <laughs> uh, number 13, boys. Nick, we'll start with you. Start with me. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going Jan Oblak, yeah. uh, keeper. He's been phenomenal. He's Obviously, it's not a keeper number, but he's mm-hmm. he's rock 13, and I can't really argue with anybody else being there necessarily, so I'm I'm sticking with Oblak. Sure. A uh, shout-out to Rafael Guerrero, who's had a good year at left back, but I don't think he's better than uh, Oblak yeah. at all. So, mm. uh, Number 14, I'll list four names for you, Braden, and then you can make a pick, okay? Okay. Uh, Jordan Henderson, Marcus Lorente, Americ Laporte, Casemiro. Um, oof. I think it would be between Casemiro and Henderson. Mm. Um, I don't know. I might, I might edge Henderson just slightly, just for having to adjust, um, adjust Wait, his role every position. <laughs> yeah, and have to, you know, fill in, fill in such big shoes for Van Dyke. So I'd probably edge him just a little for bit. Sure. Uh, are you other the the other two picking a Liverpool player again? I narrowed it down to those two. I edged Casemiro, but I almost wanted to pick Henderson because I've been so impressed with him the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm leaning Henderson just because of the versatility, like Braden said. Um, I would love to put Laporte there, but the guy mm-hmm. can't stay healthy. When yeah. he's on the field, yeah. he's he's world class, but he's not on the field enough to be considered a top player. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hard to argue good choices boys i agree with you uh number 15 i had a tough time that's kind of why i put sergio ramos here and uh, and virgil van dyke at four um i kind of took the cheap way out and went international kids because i think if we all did that we'd be able to find a bunch of number 12s and a number and other numbers that we had a hard uh, you time still with. probably wouldn't be able to find a bunch of number 12s i'm pretty sure it's <laughs> backup keeper <laughs> um uh, what numbers who'd you guys put in this spot? Because I clearly went off the board. Nick, you got anyone? Not really. Uh this this was a tough one, as as you said, Irfan. Uh you can go with Leicester City's guy. Uh oh, sorry, my screen just disappeared. Uh Harvey Barnes. He's had a decent he's okay. had a decent season, but uh, like I'm almost tempted just to not put someone here just because I I don't really feel comfortable putting Harvey Barnes as a top player. <laughs> <laughs> I went with um the Sevilla striker El Naziri, Naziri if oh, I'm not off the board, right. he's got 21 goals in all comps this year, two Liga hat tricks again. Sevilla fourth, like he's having a good season, and nobody else really wears it. Wow, no, good, good pick. I didn't think of that one. I had Danilo Pereira for PSG mm-hmm. and Mats Hummels, and they're probably just not up to that yet. So, good pick on Luke. You go in this one. <laughs> this is a competition. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, just that just that juicy number there uh number just 16 uh any 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 names stick out here boys this is another tough uh tough number to sort of bring down i guess i mean Rodri wears 16 juan quadrado wears 16 uh edward mendy for 
the the Chelsea keeper wore sixteen. Went off board. Off oh, board yeah. again. Yeah. So, <laughs> I went the the Lille keeper, Mike Magnon. Lille are top of La Liga, and he has seventeen clean sheets. That's pretty impressive. That's incredible. Eh? When you're joining PSG, yeah, <laughs> you're top of La Liga. You're doing something right defensively. Yeah, and they're and, here, and they're winning games against. And I keep saying La Liga, it's Liga. I, I Liga. You also called La Liga Syria at one point. Yeah, that's Dude, okay. I'm so tired of everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most here. prepared, but doesn't understand his leagues. It's fine. I don't know leagues. <laughs> it's okay. Uber Eats. He's never really been good yeah. with calling leagues by their name ever since I've known him. So <laughs> it's the team with Barcelona in the league. Yeah. That's the league. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, good job picking off the board. That's a good shout. Yeah. Well, we'll I'll change my answer to the little goalkeeper. I think that's a great stat to have. I had Rodri or Juan Cuadrado basically because Cuadrado's been the only bright spot, honestly, coming out of that that attacking formation from Juventus and Pirlo, and that's another story. But mm-hmm. good shout out there. Number 17, there's only one player, right? Yep. Kevin cool. DeBorn. Yep. Yes. Very good. Hey, Brayden. <laughs> trying to contribute. That's great. Uh, number 18, uh, a number that was worn famously by a United player, which we'll get to sh- soon. But um, quickly, let's uh, let's go 18. Who's 18? It's the other United player. It's the current <laughs> United player. <yeah. laughs> Bruno Fernandes. It's not biased, right? It's not biased mm-hmm. at all. Uh, I actually picked Le- uh, Leon Goretzka because, you know, I'm not a huge Bruno fan, but uh, that's Ooh. a personal choice. And I've got one for Nikki as well. Yusufa Mukuko. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> future, future star. Uh, okay, let's go to 19. Sorry, I'm still laughing at that. You guys pass me over. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, because he shot it out at you for... Uh, I know Mukoko. why he did. That's hilarious, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's quickly go to 19 uh, I went Mason Mount Really? Hmm. Yeah, he's undroppable for Chelsea right now The way he's playing right now Since since Tuchel's taken over He's been he's legitimately lights out yeah. um, Julian Brandt for Dortmund as well Would be a decent shout at 19 But I think, yeah. Yeah, I think he nailed it It has to be Mount right now you can toss Alfonso Davies. Davies for the Canadian love. Yeah. Missed half a year, unfortunately. Yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately. It just hasn't clicked this year. Okay, number 20. There's uh, about four names that I saw. So Islam Silmani, Bernardo Silva, Hudson Adoy, Diego Jota. Another another I'm... mediocre group, I guess. Mm. No one really stands out. Luke, did you go off the board again? No, no, I went Bernardo. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just having a down year, but when he's on, he's almost unplayable. Yeah, like I think Adoy has the chance to be a great player, but he still hasn't found a system that at Chelsea that he can really latch onto. And I mean, that could come down to managers not seeing it, but it's just it hasn't worked out for him yet. Mm-hmm. Fair. All right, boys, that wraps up wraps up our segment today. Today's fanta- fanatic. Sorry. Say it again. Today's fanatic segment is brought to us by Shenzi Shack Takeout and Catering. Give them a follow on Instagram to view their full menu of cuisines from around the world. Delivery and pickup is available in the Vancouver area. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll do the United best uh, 20 players to play in their kits. I hope Brain's ready for this one. Brain's ready ready for this one. one. (laughs) He did his homework. Heart marks. Heart marks. Good day, everybody. This is Ryan from 20 Minutes on Ice. Join me and my co-host, Nick McVicker, for opinions and analysis on the week that was in the hockey world. New episode available every Friday, wherever you download your favorite podcast from. 20 Minutes on Ice, part of the Garage Door Sports Network. All right, Brayden, since you've done your homework on this one, we're going to let you start. You're All gonna, right. You're going you're to start this whole thing off, okay? So you're going right. to list it. At every number, because uh, oh, I'm gonna... going through the whole thing. No, no, no. It just no, no, when we up. go through numbers, you're gonna you're gonna list them up. You get okay? to go first. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to start with uh, Peter Schmeichel as number one. Yeah, I, I, it's so hard. Uh, you're right. <laughs> um, United have had had an incredible run of keepers since mm-hmm. the 90s. Like you think about it, Schmeichel, Fabian Barthez, 
Edwin Vandersar, David De Gea, mm-hmm. like all these guys wore the number one kit, but Schmeichel was like the number one. A clean yeah. sheet, fifty percent of his games. Yeah, <laughs> come on. It's hard to argue that. Uh, well, in agreement, I agree. Um, number two. Uh, I had to go with uh, Gary Neville. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, again, I mean, not Lindelof, yeah, guys. What is going on? <laughs> I mean, it always makes me laugh about something. Do you need a a moment about Victor Lindelof? (laughs) (laughs) It always makes me laugh looking at these lists of players who have played and worn the jersey for a year because, like, Dennis Irwin wore the kit for two years, but that's not the number we think of when we think of Dennis Irwin. When I did this, I went with the big number that they wore. Yeah. For the majority which is hard because there's like a couple guys who wore the same number for the same yeah. because it just depended on who started in that position yeah and we'll get into that but also right. did you guys find that after number 11 huge drop off <laughs> huge drop off because back when united were good everyone just wore one to 11 yeah <laughs> i think for one of the numbers i can't remember which one it was it was a list of players i had never even heard of <laughs> yeah. i have no idea who these guys are <laughs> Oh, that's never good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not at all. But uh, number three, I think we mentioned him, Dennis Irwin. I don't, I don't think anyone passes him. Not even Patrice Evra, and he's had a, had a no. stellar career for United. That was that was a fifty-fifty or fifty-one forty-nine for me, and I edged Irwin. Yeah, Sam. I, I mean, you also have to throw. Uh, I, I know he's not the cleanest or classiest player, but Phil Neville was a legit beast when he wore number three for United, but it, I think it's the other two and then Neville. Like, you have to, you have to give him credit, I but he's not. I have Phil Neville for the number he wore more. I have Phil Neville also for that number, too, I think. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out as we go on. He wore it for uh, 10 years. No, he didn't. Number three? 95 to 96 to 04 to 05. That's 10 years. Later. I don't want to show you on the podcast, but... <laughs> I didn't say it was the longest. I just said it was 10 years. I'm not wrong. <laughs> nope. uh, number four. Uh, anyone? Obviously, sort of... it's Phil Jones, right, boys? Obviously. <laughs> for faces oh. alone, it's Phil Jones. <laughs> Actually, it's Peter Schmeichel. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Steve Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. yeah, I went Steve Bruce. Yeah, it's yeah. not even close. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to argue with. He used to play for United. Just seeing him coaching now. Yeah, yeah. And being terrible at it. It just yeah. <laughs> great, great bench coach, not a great like head coach. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, other was. other honorable mentions at the number four, I had Gra- Gabriel Hines. I had Owen Owen Hargreaves, uh, Jean uh, Sebastian Verhon, who played in the number four for a little bit. So some mm-hmm. cool players there. Um, sure, Phil Jones will toss you in there because um, oh, you've been a a long term United player. Please don't ever toss him in there. <laughs> Uh, number uh, five. I just know guys. how much Luke loves Phil Jones. So <laughs> that, that says it all. Uh, n- number five again. Is it just one name for all yeah, of us? One uh, name. Yeah, Rio. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To get more credit for how good he was. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. When we we thought like when Steve Bruce sort of left United, we're like, is he going to be another great defender coming in? And I think Rio filled that shoe yeah. very mm-hmm. admirably. Yeah, I don't think there was ever really a, an issue at that point. <laughs> no. No. Uh, number six, a bunch of names uh, in that one. Uh, Braden, do you want to start us off? Uh, I went with uh, Gary Pallister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't. No. Who did you go with? But... I went with Nobby Styles. Nobby. <laughs> okay. 66 World Cup winner, 68 Euro Cup winner. Hard to argue that one as well. Those tournaments, he man marked you say by oh, out of the <laughs> oh game. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like apparently he was crying after one of the games because Nobby Styles beat him up so bad. That's awesome. That's why he's in there. I just, I just put it over the top for Luke. Yeah, well, I mean, he won the World Cup. He won the Champions League. He was, mm-hmm. he was, on, and like apparently he just he was undroppable in that team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. I've never seen him play, but yeah, do reading and stuff and. I don't know. He gets my vote, but Pallister would have been second. Uh, Nick, I, I was with Nobby too. Um, I had Jop Stam up there too, though. Like, I did as no, well. he, he didn't. He didn't play yeah. there, but he was. He that was, was so good in that short start. That was the reason. What, literally, what you just said. He did. He wasn't with United for too long. That was the only reason he wasn't my number one. Mm. Yeah. Because that AC Milan team was like absolutely oh. incredible. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Uh little shout out to Wes Brown who won eleven major trophies in fifteen years with United wearing the number six. So like a little love for him. Not, not on the same level as you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But just a little love for a guy who, mm-hmm. you know, good was, servant. Was, yeah, good yeah servant. Um, can do that. You just pull. Johnny Evans is also a good servant who yeah. wore the number six. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, number seven, a bunch of classic <laughs> leaders, uh, classic players. Uh, Beckham's worn it. Cantona's worn it. CR7. Um, guys, was this tough, uh, as tough as it was for me or? It wasn't easy. No, it wasn't easy. I think Braden, you should know my answer for this one because I said he was one of the greatest top three players of all time. But you probably went with George Best. I did go with George yeah. Best. No. <laughs> George Best no. is a great shout, and I I went with Ronaldo, which was very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what he did from that position in the Premier League at that time, at that age, mm-hmm. to win the Ballon d'Or, score forty plus goals, it's unheard of from an out and out winger. Yep. which is what he did in those two years. Mm-hmm. So the other one I looked at was Bobby Robson. Just Bobby. Mm-hmm. shout out to Sir Bobby. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I actually went with Cantona just because of what, like yeah. just the beast that he was as a striker. Like this is probably the one that we're going to have the most debate the about. Most. Just because yeah. There's so many names mm-hmm. on this list. Like Dennis Law wore number seven, obviously not his famous number, but he wore number seven too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could throw so many different names in here, but I went with Cantona just because like mm-hmm. the memories of seeing the videos of just his absolute beasting of everybody that I mean, came up against him. Still a legend at the club. Like 80% yeah. of the songs United fans sing are still about Cantona. Yeah. <laughs> that says a lot, right? You know, we have new yeah. players. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who have worn the number since then? Yeah. Too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I actually I went with Ronaldo as well. I edged him just a bit, but yeah, Cantona was like, yeah, right, right behind him for sure. Um, I personally didn't see George Best play, but my dad did, and he was like one of the greatest United players and wingers of all time. So, yeah, my dad does yeah. the same thing, and his highlights are ridiculous. If you ever, if anyone's ever not done it, go to YouTube and put in George Best highlights. Uh, number eight. Uh, Nick, we'll let you start with this one. Man, number eight was, it's one of those ones where there's a lot of players who have worn number eight, but, but no one's really else. made it their number. Yeah. Like, Sir Bobby Charlton mm-hmm. is probably up there. George Best is probably up there, but I don't, re- people don't remember them as wearing number eight. Mm-hmm. It was just depending on who was wearing number seven or who was wearing number 10 that game, like, mm-hmm. who ended up being out. So, for someone who wore number eight consistently, I'm going with Nicky Butt. Like what that guy was able to do as as a as a player for United was legitimately insane because he wasn't the most skilled player, but he was he was undroppable at one point. As Luke keeps saying, he he was in every lineup for United for like a nails. Nicky Butt was yeah. He oh, yeah. played he played oh, yeah. harder than anyone. Mm-hmm. And he deserved his spot. So I'm going with Nicky Butt just because the other guys who I mentioned, <laughs> that's not the number we really remember them for. Mm-hmm. But they probably probably deserve it a little bit more than Nicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the two of you agree with Nick there? I went with I actually went with Rooney. That's a good shout because yeah. Rooney. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. obviously it wasn't for too too long, but um yeah, I wanted to get Rooney in there somehow, so I, I edged. Um, I felt like he deserved to be in there, so I edged him no. with eight. May have cheated for a little sure. bit, but that's I have I went with Rooney. Paul Ince for eight. Paul Ince. Oh, wow, three different answers for this. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a great shout What's out. What's your answer? Fun. Hold on. What's yeah. yours? Wayne Wayne Rooney at number oh, eight. Yeah, I thought. Well. Yeah, his 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 ability in the middle of the park was just phenomenal. Yeah. Followed mm-hmm. oh, closely by Anderson, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> the, the left for eight from maybe Wayne. the worst Golden Boy Award winner. <laughs> <of all time. laughs> uh, another shout out here at number eight, Juan Mata, who's been a, a strong servant for United at the end of his career. But uh, uh, three great shout out boys. That never uh, ends. His career will never end. He's just yeah. gonna keep playing. As number eight. Like nobody's gonna be like, okay, we don't want you anymore. They're just gonna keep doing like, terrible <laughs> one year contract over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> Until he um, stopped showing up at the field. Of course. <laughs> uh, number nine, uh, Luke will give you the starting for this one. I went with Sir Bobby Charlton. Yeah. Because he wore, I looked at a breakdown of like every, what he wore. Number nine showed up the most. It did. 
I couldn't not put him in. So I just picked the Jersey that he wore most consistently. And so I went with him. The other shout I did was Andy Cole, but my answer is Bobby, Bobby Charlton. Yeah. Yeah. Sir Bobby Charlton wore eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 throughout his entire career. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. He's a backup uh, keeper for a game. I didn't know that. (laughs) Uh, What about you guys over there? Uh, Braden? Uh, I actually went with Berbatov. I had a shout out for him. Yeah, just a personal. Like I just loved watching his like nonchalant, but like an incredible player. You know what I mean? Wasn't the best athlete, but for some reason was. um, Yeah, just an all-round footballer. You look like the best athlete when that byline play where you did a little spinorama, chip the ball. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, that was. If you watch it, you've done something right. If you Mm -hmm. watch that though, he almost trips over his own feet when he (laughs) after he makes the move. He almost trips and then picks himself up and keeps going. To be fair, I think he almost trips over his own feet every time he walks. Anyways, like he's just yeah, just most relaxed footballer I think we've ever seen. He looked like he was not paying attention for half the game. And then the ball would come near him and he would become world-class. And then he would look like he's not paying attention again. Like it was incredible. Remember that goal he scored from Monaco where it was like on the bounce from the byline on the volley, lobbed it back. I was like, yeah, just do that. Like his touch and ball control and like what he could do with the ball was unbelievable. This is coming from Luke. who's actually probably one of the most, one of the best first touches I've ever played with. Mm -hmm. This guy was incredible when the ball was at his foot, but he just needed the ball at his foot. Yeah. Well, yeah, why the hell would I run? <laughs> That's probably what Berbatov would say. Yeah. <laughs> Brain, throw the ball into the open space. He'll go yeah. get it. Luke wanted it at his feet. They were the perfect combo. Uh, Nick, did you have anyone else on number no. nine? Or... No. no, I was Bobby. <laughs> same yeah. same reasoning for Luke. Yeah, had to find a spot for one of the greatest players, of course. Uh, Louis Saha gets a little shout out number nine. I think he wasn't there for too long, but... He scored. He scored. Yeah, the other, the other show that I had was Mark. Oh, sorry, no, wrong, wrong number. I'm looking at the wrong number. I was going to okay. say Mark, but that's ten. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we go over to ten? Do you want to give me your shout out there, Nick? Yeah, I'm going to shout out Mark Hughes because he was phenomenal for. Yes, uh, Mark, he was really United. Good. Um, I actually had Wayne Rooney as my number one for ten, which is. Yeah. I know there's so many great players that for yeah. the number ten, but. What he was able to do for the club. This guy set so many records, not just club records, but like EPL records. Uh, you have to put him on the on the top 20 best players at the 20 jersey numbers. So mm-hmm. I had to put Wayne Rooney in and I didn't have him at eight. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Fair. Uh Braden? I think I know uh, I went I went with Van Roy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he was the same, you know, just a world class striker. <clears throat> goals, just nothing but goals. My he, thing was he got ousted by Rooney. Yeah. Like Rooney came along and they were like, You're not playing anymore. Goodbye to Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually yeah. the the I read into that it was actually more so him and Ronaldo weren't getting him and along. Ronaldo did not like each other either. No, <laughs> yeah. No, and then Ronaldo left anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. No, it's Uh, fine. Fine. Another (laughs) shout out at ten, Dennis Law, who had three, two hundred and thirty-seven goals in four hundred and four matches for United. Uh, Another great servant to the club, Mark Hughes, like of that George Best, Bobby Charlton. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. That that they're the three of them were just ridiculous, and they just kept trading numbers. Like they all wore all of the same numbers. So annoying. What? It's annoying. Just pick a number. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. But back then, that was just normal. Like, everyone did that. We didn't yeah, get it. But it was stupid. Role. They shouldn't have done that. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> it's the same thing in rugby, though. Rugby teams do the same thing. They just flip. It's just yeah. whoever's starting at a specific position. So no one actually has a number in rugby anymore. Mm-hmm. Just whatever mm-hmm. position you're playing. Interesting. Uh, number 11, there's one name, right? That's it. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to 12th then. <laughs> it's well, you got to say the name at least. Give him credit. Ryan Giggs, number yeah, 11. Nan Yanuzai. Are we saying that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who took over the number? Uh, no, I can't right. remember another. Honestly, I can't remember no, another number exist. 11. No. Yeah. It's his number. Is this a number that I know soccer doesn't retire jerseys, but could number 11 be a jersey number that they, they officially just retire and no one wears it out of respect for Ryan Giggs? You know, minus whatever the hell's happening in the news with him right now. But I mean, hold on. Mason Greenwood looked pretty good since he took over the number 11 kit. So I don't think they want to retire it just yet, but no. I get what you're saying for sure. Mm-hmm. Scored, the, yeah. scored the third goal today uh, in the 96th minute. So shout out to Mason Greenwood. Didn't he get uh, two? 
Uh, no, he came on and scored one. Assisted uh, the second goal, the winning goal. Oh, okay, it was an assist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number 12. I think Braden and I, this is where we did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Phil Neville? It's Phil Neville. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Which I'm so glad when I looked, he wore number 12 a lot because I really didn't want to pick Chris Smalling. No, I know. <laughs> because <laughs> that's where the drop-off happened. Mark uh, Robbins, though, come on. Excuse me, what? <laughs> exactly. I just was literally looking at the list and I just picked a name. Yeah. <laughs> I could have picked anybody. Oh yeah, it's not good. The the, the drop off is significant. Too. It's Phil Neville, yeah. and he wore the number twelve because he was the backup right back, so it had the number two in it because yeah. he was backup to Gary Neville, <laughs> his brother. Yeah, but he wore it for ten years. He started in the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. He didn't wear number twelve in that game, I don't think, but he would have worn it during that span for six years. So yeah, he's he's another guy that kind of wore three or four jerseys yeah. while he was at United, but. Like you said, twelve because he was a youth player. Well, youth youth player. players all wear about three numbers, just because yeah. when they first break in, they have to wear one of like the forties. <laughs> when you break in and you can have a teen number, mm-hmm. and yep. then you get a real number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as they he sell whoever you're replacing, <laughs> you <get to> <laughs> basically. Uh, Nick, did you also go with uh, Phil Neville? I can't because I already used him. Oh, so, <laughs> right. I had to, to break it down in a different way. So I have two. And I'm going to let you guys help me pick which one it is because uh, they were both good, but not like that's not the number they're known for. So I'm going either Paul Scholes because he wore he wore the number for two years. So it's a decent number of games. Or Ben Foster because when he was here, he was a legit keeper. Mm-hmm. And then he went out and became better in my opinion, but still, he didn't play a whole lot when he was here. So those mm-hmm. are the two. I'm probably leaning Scholes just because of his impact for the rest of his career. But mm-hmm. he only wore the number for two years, so it's kind of mm-hmm. tough. So I'm if you pick skulls now, <laughs> with Phil Neville. I've already used Phil Neville. You, but I've already used skulls later, and I don't want to pick Ben Buster. Yeah, okay, here, here's the number number two. Here's the number twelve for you guys. Brian Robson played as number twelve for a few years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he'd be a better player. I mean, I chose yeah. him. I didn't pick Phil Neville. I I felt mm-hmm. for me, if I was going to put him on this list, it's as a, a greatest Everton player, or not. Yeah. Even though he was a great United player, I think I see him. I remember him more in the blue than I do in the red. And Yeah. So, Brian Robson for number 12. Let's go through. Brian Robson, I just remember him as number seven more yeah. than anything else. That's yeah. With me. But... He also wore seven, 12, 14, 16. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. put him in a spot. <laughs> uh, number 13, boys. I know Phil Neville also wore that jersey, so he was he was shortlisted for me there. Mm-hmm. But... Is it Chi Sung Park for everybody, or because I mean That's I can't think I of anyone with. else. Yeah, I, I feel I rude not putting Chi Sung Park. Yeah, yeah I went with Chi like, Sung Park. I, I, he was such a happy guy. Like I loved him. Yeah, <laughs> I worked hard too. I always I complained when he started. I always complained <laughs> when he started, and then when the game finished, I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially when um you know Carlos Tevez was around the same time, and they brought Nani, and you're like, well, they can definitely put someone in with more pace and then you see the guy bolting it down the pitch and you're like all yeah. right i'm okay with yeah. this yeah, no, i remember i vividly remember because we were playing on the team the same team at this time uh, luke hated watching jisung park play until the end of the match he's like yeah <laughs> no it's fine but every time the squad was announced he's like <laughs> in case you're wondering i do know better than sir alex ferguson so. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. uh number 14 jesse lingard's worn 14 javier hernandez is 114 um andre kalchansky was number 14 um, or apparently like eight numbers by the way i didn't realize that yeah he was number seven he was something else for a little bit um does Chicharito get a 14 shout on this one or for me? Absolutely. Lingardino is going to play. <laughs> I went with uh, yeah. I went with uh, Chicharito too. See, when I started going out, I wanted to do, or like started reading, I wanted to do Kinchelskis because he was unbelievable in the mid nineties, mm-hmm. but have you looked at Chicharito's numbers? Oh, it's stupid. <laughs> stupid. Why did we sell him? I have no idea. Uh, Louis Van Hall, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's like a hundred goal involvements in 160 games or something yeah, like that. No, most stupid. of which is a substitute. Yeah, just insane. He was he was the uh, Michael Owen of that generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Right? It's, it's ridiculous. He came came on as a sub for the last half hour, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and would always get involved in a goal. Like mm-hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. Very similar to OGS during his time at United as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, boys, number 15. That is. I was gonna say, is there really a question here? <laughs> <laughs> I just we have to say his name, right? Yep. Yeah. Nemanjevic, 16, same thing. There's there's two real yeah. solid names for it, but there's I'm one real winner. Yeah, a bit more talismanic, a bit bit more kind of... Just loved him in there. Team, team when we're team. Loved his anger. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying that, but what loved is... his anger. Oh, yeah. We had a couple guys. Truly might not get to sign Haaland because of Roy Keane. Yeah. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> Don't love that, but I mean, yeah, as a player... He was, as a player, he was yeah. Panic. Uh, yeah. You got to give credit to Carrick, but it's mm-hmm. it's oh, Carrick's un, like, underappreciated, but just not totally. Keen. Well, uh, I would today's hate to play against Roy Keane for sure. Well, today's game for Michael Carrick, he was on the touchline for majority of it, calling the calling plays, making making adjustments. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely someone who's been in that team and, and the organization quite some time. But mm-hmm. Roy Keane, guys, like when you think of uh, yeah. a general in the midfield, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> just takes no shit. Nope. I'd go to war with like if you wanted to pick somebody to go to war with. Yeah, you're taking Roy Keane. And then I would probably take Skulls as my second in command, just because that guy would run through a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong, Luke? No, nope. he'd probably slide and get a red card, but <laughs> but he'd run through that <laughs> tackle. Two footer, stomp on the guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seventeen. Uh, I had a little tough time with this one because I, I I picked my favorite seventeen player and that's Lewis Nani. But I also yeah uh, I, I, I was very sure. disappointed. I was very oh. disappointed when they sold Ashley. Uh, sorry, sold Nani and kept Ashley Young, and I was like, mm-hmm. but that's a I, fan. Perspective. I went with Andy Cole for this one. Yeah, another maybe he another name seventeen that much. Cheeky, <laughs> I know. Oh, he was, he was, <laughs> just try to get him in. Yeah, he was nine. He was seventeen. Him and uh, Dwight York and Teddy Sheringham, just the three of them were fun. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Sheringham actually. Number ten. He wanted the number ten, number seven for. Yeah, he wasn't going to win ten. Yeah, he wasn't going to win the number ten con. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number eighteen. For those of us who didn't put him into a number, he's uh, (laughs) there's only one name. Uh, Paul Scholes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who'd you go with if you went with Scholes for? Did you go Bruno? No, I went with Skulls. Then but I thought, I thought you picked Skulls for yeah. 12. Did I have Skulls for 12? Yeah, you I did. I Skulls for 12. Ah, oh, crap. It's okay. We'll double them up. I'll go Ashley Young because that guy was an absolute <laughs> great addition to the right back line. Her reactions was just great. I mean, <laughs> Earth One started looking away. Not often a podcast goes silent for two whole seconds. <laughs> I'll put little crickets or something. Nope. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess I'm going Bruno then just because there's only been five players to everywhere, 18 for United, and one of them was Ashley Young. So yeah. that doesn't really count. Listen, I know I knock on Ashley Young, but he played well as a left wing back, and I'll give him love for that. He was he was a great soldier. He yes. was not a star. He was not a general. Mm-hmm. He was a soldier mm-hmm. at best. <laughs> uh, number 19. A goalkeeper's worn this. So Edwin Mandersar started off as number 19. Um, Marcus Rashford's wore 19. Danny Welbeck's wore number 19, I believe. Um, another, you know, okay pick here, but who are we going with? I went Dwight York. I went yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was his big... It was mm-hmm. like nine and nineteen or something. York and Cole or something. Mm-hmm. Like they they scored so many goals. That partnership was. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You want to mm-hmm. talk about telepathy? <laughs> yeah, those two were. Mm-hmm. And I'll give I'll give some love to Dwight York because whenever you look back, you talk about Solshire and Cole and sharing them, and York was so important to that team. He was. Mm-hmm. He was. He didn't score as many, but he scored big. Mm-hmm. And I'll give him love. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the defense that played him always had to make sure that he was marked because if he wasn't, oh my god, lethal. yeah, yeah, just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did Brain put Marcus good. Rashford. I, Sorry, I had uh, I had York too. Sorry, I York. No, no, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started talking as Irfan did. That's my yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, Nick, who'd you go with? So clearly, I went with Eric Jemba Jemba. Um, 
<laughs> no, Dwight York. It has to be for Dwight. the name alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, he actually name. wore the he wore the kit for two years, so mm-hmm. full credit to him. But no, I, I have to go with Dwight York too. Right? Fair. He was he was just too good in that in those uh, late nineties, early two thousand squads. So I clearly missed over Dwight York's name because I always thought of him as a seventeen, and then the minute I see seventeen, I go Nani. But uh, no, he did play nineteen, so I, I apologize for that. So I will change my answer to Dwight York. You should and, apologize and to the whole country of Trinidad. <laughs> you should also I apologize. He never wore seventeen either. <laughs> I I don't know why I kept thinking he wore seventeen, but that's just me. But I also put my <laughs> never wore seventeen. <laughs> I know, I know he didn't, but that's what I kept thinking, and then didn't decide to look at it. Um, but. There you go. All right, we're going to move on because I blundered. Uh, number 20, I, I remember two names, honestly, RVP and um, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. RVP, RVP comes, over, team. comes over, scores um, that big goal against Aston Villa, the ball over the top, volley mm-hmm. in the net. That's what I remember, but OGS is who I'm picking. OGS. Just comes off the bench and he's similar to the Michael Owen of the world and Chicharitos mm-hmm. of the world, just impactful yeah. off the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go with Solskjaer too. Just I went Solskjaer. I think RVP is a better player, mm-hmm. but he did <laughs> at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So I'll go OGS just for 1999 on its own. Yeah. <laughs> then, That's when I started watching. I'll, I'll yeah. fully admit to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm OGS as well. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. A little shout out to the manager. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great job, man. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. We're going to wrap it up because we did end up doing this episode a little bit long, but the three boys will be back next episode to talk about the greatest starting 11 for Manchester United. So stay tuned. That's going to drop in a couple of days. Um, but uh, let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, thank you so much for hopping on, but I know you guys will be here for the next episode. So um we'll we'll do a proper exit outro for all of you then uh stay safe out there if you get your vaccines please get your vaccines on time um stay safe thank you cheers